This is the Ride Home Show. This, this is Brian. Song for the ride we already home. have a theme song. Brian and... Uh, this is Ben. Brian and Ben. We just saw Fall Out Boy. Preceded by Metro Station. Preceded by <laughs> Cobra Starship. Cobra. At the... Sweet Cobra. White Lies... White the white garden stage, one eight hundred quit now stage. Yes, and uh, we are getting ready to go ride home. So, Ben, can you hold the recorder while I drive this this uh, this this car? I absolutely can. Um, since you were so kind to drive, I would uh, have to say that the first thing you should do before pulling out of your parking spot is to check all text messages um, to your phone. It's all taken care of. And uh, it's all taken care of. So um, we now have our parking ticket, and we are soon to be out of our uh, parking spot as soon as uh, Brian throws the... uh, Oh, yeah, we've got notes. Show notes. Show notes. Okay, so we got here, and... You got cash for the parking? Yeah, I got a little cash for the parking. Let's get out of this dump. Um... So yeah, Metro Station. No, 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 Cobras. Let's start at oh, the top. Oh, sorry. Have, that is the top. No, they're at the bottom of the list, but the top. Oh, we'll stop at the. Top. We'll start. At, we'll stop at the top. So, uh, uh, we actually. Can we, you gotta hold it to me when I talk to you. Yeah, see how it works. So we actually made it tonight to see the opening act. We saw the entire show, which is actually. We actually good. no, we actually missed a band that I don't know who they are, and they were probably the best band. They were a band before Cobra Starship. Yeah, it was uh, all about the lies or something. I don't all about the laser. They all about the laser. All about the laser. But anyway, at the White Lies stage. And so, just in classic fashion, I should say, then we did miss the opening act. We saw Cobra Starship. They're known for. Uh, their hit song from the movie Snakes on a Plane uh, called Bring It and they brought that song at the end of their set I knew that song and I felt like I was part of the uh, greater good oh there's a t-shirt on the tarmac anyway um, I I felt weird that I actually knew a a song and I'm glad that I don't have a new shirt anyway Um, sunglasses in the parking yeah, neon sunglasses. Uh, I think the New York Post put out something recently that said uh, uh, 14 man accessories that need to be dropped, and one of them was uh, we got to pay our bill now. One of them was uh, neon shirts. Anyway, here. Ben's looking for the ticket. Well, I guess it was free tonight. Never mind. Parking must. Uh, I guess parking is free. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> All right. That saved us $7. All right. I don't know what just happened, that's, but we're getting out of here. That's the cost of one beer. Anyway, Fall Out Boy, as we pull out, are still playing. It's a big encore. Probably a three-song encore. What, what is it? Up. I don't know that they the encore did, did consist of uh, thanks for the memories, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, which is uh, one of their big anthemic hit songs. But um, What's up with, like leaving the hit song for the encore, I don't know. About I don't know. Well, they played some other songs earlier that I knew. I'm not a follower of this band, but um, I knew the songs. Um, I think this might be a small brown bike cover. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure it is. I, I think this band owes a lot to Small Brown Bike. And uh, 
Anyway, um, so, yeah. Let's, let's listen in. Let's listen in. We just got whistled at, and not by a pretty lady. So, what the hell? Um, we are now going west on West Washington Street, and I am going to have to show Brian how to get home from this location, since I am familiar with it. Um, let's listen to a little more. And the show's over. Anyway. Uh, walking away here. So anyway, Cobra Starship opening act. I uh, played in the rain. I don't know. I wasn't really, wasn't really feeling it, to be honest. Like, kind of, I don't know, kind of disappointing. What about you, Ben? Um, well, I felt the same thing you did, which was, uh, which were, I should say, the biggest raindrops ever. Yeah, those are like, it's like hitting the side of the face of a water balloon. Yeah, it felt like getting smashed by a bunch of little thumb-sized water balloons. Yeah, it's kind of cool. What did the notes say there? What do you got there? For uh, the notes on Cobra Starship say, um, weird about water, which we've already talked about. They were a little weird about that. Like, they got some water on their, their gear, and they had to, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. If you're a, a national touring band, and you're worried about a little bit of water on your keyboards, um, man up. Uh, they did a little bit by moving their keyboards back, but they were really weird about it and um, kind of pussies. They were kind of pussies about it. I'm lost. Um, you want to take a right on White River uh, Parkway uh, West Drive. There you go. So did you feel like the band, as, as you were being pummeled by these giant water balloon-sized drops of water, did you feel that the band were really in danger? No. No, the sound guy was in danger though. Like, <laughs> Marie, I think he forgot that the see the, the Cover Starship has one guy in the band that switches instruments. He's a keyboard player and a guitar player. And I swear that is he a guitar player? No, the girl plays guitar. But I, I, I swear, should I turn here? Take a right. I think that the sound guy like didn't realize for a couple songs that the keyboard player had switched to guitar because like there was no guitar. I couldn't hear it. But then that, towards the end. It's a, it's a, it's a larger show. I'm at the White Lies stage. One eight hundred quit now for you smokers, including me. Um, oh, something yeah, that I feel the the mosh pit. Okay, Cobra Starship is a big corporate fucking Disney band, and I'm not about to uh, listen to them when they talk about doing things. And they actually had songs about not doing what everybody tells you to do. Yeah, it's one way, and you're going the right way. Um, but I really don't listen to a band when they talk about starting a big, quote, ass fucking mosh pit, Brian. Yeah, that was a little bit extreme. Like, you know, I didn't really see any moshing going on, so I can only assume that uh, people only got half of that directive done. But I couldn't see any of that going on either. Well, the, the half that the, the half that we didn't see was probably the lower half. Which were what's the ass fucking part of the mosh pit, and 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 this is we already know that the ride home show is not safe for work, but really we need to talk about a bunch of sixteen, seventeen to twenty-seven year old band members talking about getting the ass fucking mosh pit going. Yeah, I just I don't know. That's a bit extreme. What's next? Okay, next up, um, I'm just gonna read down this. Uh, the metro station. Metro station. Dude, Met- first of all, okay, for those of you who are not familiar with metro station, uh, metro station is fronted by uh, Hannah Montana's brother. Is it fronted by Hannah Montana's brother? 
Yes. But he not fronted does not necessarily mean songs are written by. But uh like but the best part about this guy, I forget I don't know his name, but his last name's Cyrus, so we'll just call him Cyrus because <laughs> Cy Cyrus. But uh I, he's he's awesome, dude. He's like he is like an Axel he's like Axel Rose as a G.I. Joe like a Cobra G.I. Joe character. No, like, I'm gonna no, because you, yeah, we like were talking Axel about Rose, this. Or, he's like Axel Rose on episode of G.I. Joe in eighty five. No, because Axel Rose wrote his own songs. Well, no, no, it's not about and, that. And, and, about no, 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 the the way that he spoke, yes, maybe a little bit. He, we must get there before dark. Follow me, kind of pull out string. Yeah, okay. Oh come on, I've got some quotes in there. Okay, right. okay. Come on, he's like, tonight like, we'll be seventeen forever. That was the name of a song. He's like, this song is seventeen forever. And you know what? Right before he had mentioned seventeen forever, he asked how everybody was doing. <laughs> Everyone screamed and said yes, and he said. How are the parents doing? Oh, yeah. Knowing full well that there were underage children there, and and the parents lacklusterly, since they hadn't been to a show in probably five years since Hootie and the Blowfish last came through, were like, yeah, oh my God, I saw this car before. We're, we're driving on uh, uh, out on uh, New York Street, and I saw this car on the way in. It's got a heart emblem on the back window. And it's got a terrier shape inside the heart. It's off to the right, if you can see it. I hate terriers, by the way. Anyway, so so this, like, 16 or 17 or 27-year-old kid, son of Billy Cyrus, I don't think he's that old. brother of Hannah Montana, says, Parents, if you're not having a good time, you can quickly remedy that by going to the beer and wine and beverages station off to your right. And everyone cheered, like, hey, let's get our parents drunk. And trust me, it helped. Anyway. The, uh, I don't know, there was also some other things. I mean, just to, to go with this, like, you know, I don't know, Cobra Commander kind of, uh, you know, character thing he had going on. Like, just, <laughs> he, the, do you remember, like, the random times where during the set where he'd be like, Metro Station! Like, he would just yell out the band of the na- name of the band. Like Yeah, it was almost like a really bad radio DJ like, where it'd be like, in the mix. Can you honk at this person? They're obviously drunk, too drunk to go through green lights successfully. They obviously love terriers. Okay, um, I'm pretty sure that Lil Cyrus, as I will call him, Lil Cy Cy, um, was on drugs. Um, Brian went to... Um, do some things during their set and and here's the thing we both kind of missed out on some pretty awesome parts of their set by going and doing something else so there was actually a show going on there was there was constant action um when you would zone out on something going on on stage something else would happen on the side of the stage that you really wouldn't care about but one of the things that I noticed was that there was a lot of guitar swinging, and and and, and Brian had brought up to me like, what was the what was the first time you saw that happen multiple times at a show? And he's at a hardcore show, and I actually saw that at a Beck show, like in '97, after going to hardcore shows where people were really into swinging their guitars. But I'm like, three, four times during a song is that necessary? Well, I think the guitar for like for for. For, uh, Cyrus was a uh, like simply a prop. I mean, most of the the guitar the guitar playing that he was doing was was uh, 
you know, quite obviously not necessary. What's interesting is that the, it's quite obvious that the other the guitar player for the band is the primary songwriter, um, and that uh, he was singing most of the songs and playing most of the guitars. And I, you know, I can really singing most of the songs and playing most of the right. songs. And I really, you know, I don't know. I see. I foresee a, an angry breakup in the future of that band. I don't know. That's oh, it's going to be in the papers. Oh, it, it will be. It'll be all over, all over the place. Um, so I don't know what else we got in the notes here for Metro Station. A we, Metro Station. Oh, they did do a nice Ti and Justin Timberlake cover. Yeah, there was a Ti Justin Timberlake cover, and and granted, like Ti's hot, uh, Justin's real hot. But do you really want the the son of Billy Ray Cyrus doing Ti's part? In a Ti Justin yeah, song, weird, and and there's a reason there's a reason most rappers have a hype man. It's to cover up the parts where you cannot. Uh, oh, shit, sorry. Make <laughs> where where you can't keep your breath. Ti Ti's got some. It's not tight at all, but it, it, at the same time, it's 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 not like you you need a hype man. Even if you've got a guitar and a second guitarist and a bass player and a drummer. You need a hype man if you're going to be going through some lines. Plus, it was just weird. Yeah, it was also weird. This, the, the, the crowd knew the Justin part, but not the T.I. part, which kind of showed how white the crowd was. But anyway. One of the interesting things about watching them, and then we'll move on to Fall Out Boy, though, was that there was a moment when Metro Station played their, their you know big radio hit, um, Shake or something? Shake It or something? Shake, 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 shake yeah. it, shake it. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of cool where we were standing to see, like, the 12-year-old girls, like, jump up from their, uh, you know, like, carpet, or carpet, <laughs> from their, uh, their, like, ta- from their it? newly blanket, formed blanket, carpet, blanket, yeah, their blankets, that they laid down on the, <laughs> on the ground, and, uh, you know, like, dance to the song beside it, and, like, there was this, 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 these two sisters, I assume, with their, their father, like, next to us, and they were all dancing, and the dad, too, and it was obvious that they knew that song, and they were really excited to hear it. And it just, it was, it was, it was kind of sweet, you know, I was like, it's probably one of their first concerts, and they're hearing that song, and that, that Terrier Lover is drunk, I think. Yeah, the Terrier Lover that we talked about earlier is still in front of us. You need to take a right onto uh, Fall Creek. I think the Terrier Lover is going that way. I'm a little no, nervous. No, 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 we need to. All right, get away from the Terrier Lover. So, Terriers um, are my favorite dog. <laughs> What anyway. possesses someone to buy a, a sticker like that? Like they made that sticker themselves. Anyway, so, yo, so yeah, to go back to go for it, go for it. It's you green. got the green yeah, anyway. Green. Okay. Um, uh, so, Brian and I both walked in, and and one of the first things I noticed about the show was the youth. On on the way to the show, I asked Brian, "What do you think the median age for the uh, attendees to the show will be?" And he said, "About twenty years old." And knowing full well that they would be parents in their late 30s and 40s, there with their children in their pre to early teens, correct? Yeah. Okay, so we get there, and yeah, there's people our age and older with their kids there, and we thought, okay, this is their first show. Maybe this is the parents have taken this step and thought, okay, we can go to this concert now. I'm gonna take my kids to this concert and be the cool parent. Yeah. It's Fallout Boy, whatever. I agree. 
I, I, you know, I, I thought I even thought about taking Elliot tonight, but yeah, you know, I just really didn't want him to come back home saying I can't fucking hear you because pretty much all of the bands, with the exception of Fall Out Boy, seem to think seem to be in that phase in their lives where they just that's all they want to say is the word fuck over and over again. Yeah, um, Cobra Starship was very on the F word tonight to the point of really dropping it any in-between song. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. It, it, it was to the point, I mean, it wasn't like Lenny Bruce shock, because Lenny Bruce has already happened. Anyone that drops the F-bomb to the point of being, like, shocking is over. To the point of being annoying is now. And Cobra Starship and Metro Station... Maybe we're just old. No, we're not old. We just recognize the misuse of language. <laughs> That's all it is. Like, Fall Out Boy... Like, Pete Wentz. Okay. Okay. Here's here's my thing. Uh, I was bored, so I thought, okay, I'll get up front and see what's going on with this Fall Out Boy show. So, so, so I push my way forward, and I'm, people have got their cameras out, and they're filming this, like, in-between song bullshit, and, and I'm, you know, knocking shoulders and, and slowly making my way through, and it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I thought it was how it came with you, but it would have been—you could have been right behind me. It would have been so easy. These kids were fixated. It was like there was a giant Obama Pepsi sign behind the band. <laughs> they were so fixated that it didn't matter. And I could—I hear, you know—I was pushing through, and people had their cameras up, and they're like, "Hey!" And you know, I'm 32. I don't give a shit if I screw up your YouTube video. I don't—I don't give a shit. But I'd make my way, and I got really close. I got like three people from the front just by walking. And 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 if any kids hear this show, just if you want to get up front for a show, just make your way up front. That's the easiest thing. That's the thing I did in fucking 93 when I saw the Beastie Boys and Rollins. I just fucking walked up front. That's all you need to do. When I saw it, Nine Inch Nails in 95, all you got to do is walk up front. When I saw uh, fucking... Uh, 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 Smashing Pumpkins in 97 Guess what I did I walked up front 10 years Just 12 up. years All you gotta do is walk up front No one's gonna push you out of the way Unless you're really really tall Anyway Yeah So before we Kids see- smelled the same tonight As they did uh, 14 years ago by the way <laughs> So before we get to the pit report Let's uh Like what do you think of the show in general? I, I thought it was fun. I really liked it. Um, I'm a fan of the band. Like, I used to, they used to be kind of my guilty pleasure band until I got over having guilty pleasures, and I just have plain old pleasure now. Um, I don't know. Like, I like that band. I thought it was good. I know that, uh, Ben, you have a little bit of a different opinion of the band, but I think I think it's cleverly cleverly crafted pop music that I it's actually interesting to me to listen to, and I enjoy listening to it because of its... Uh, I don't know. In my opinion, the genius is in the obviousness of it. Um, but it was a good show. Like, well, like just nice stage show. It sounded great compared to. No, it didn't sound great. It sounded great compared. No, to... No, it didn't. Wait, wait. Uh, Let me finish. It sounded okay, great. Go ahead. Go ahead. It sounded great compared to how. That's how bad the other band sounded tonight. Like. Well, sound, yeah, sound because was. they're the headliner, and the sound guy's gonna make the headliner sound best. No, 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 no. Go, no, that's go, not go, go straight. Yeah, you're fine. Um, 
No, okay. So, my opinion is, yeah, this is well-crafted pop rock music, but guess what? It's not that well-crafted. It's not that well-crafted. I was... Okay, here's here's my review slash pit report. When it comes to the part of the song where there's a big breakdown, and you're supposed to, like, bob your head, and I'm surrounded by, like, 15 to 26-year-olds, like... They're supposed to be bobbing their head, and they're all just fixated, like, wondering, like... And they've been told to do all night. What have they been told to do all night? Move your shit! Shake your ass! Dance! Everybody dance! And these people are just standing there. No, it's not that they're in the shadow of Pete Wentz. It's that these people have never learned how to fucking dance. No one knows how to bob. No one knows how to fucking pogo. No one knows how to fucking slam dance. Uh, for, sh- for sure, no one knows how to fucking ass mosh pit. <laughs> fucking ass mosh pit. No one knows how to do this. I started pogoing when this dude next to me started pogoing during this Fall Out Boy song. I didn't know. But guess what? It was an up-tempo song. Rock cliche. It was uh, CDA. It was like... Re- it was it was your regular song, you know? It had a nice beat to it. I could really bug out, you know? Um... <laughs> But 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 it, when it came to pogoing, people behind me were rushing the stage a little bit. So what do I do? I'm like, all right, I'll go forward. Oh, let me see if I can get closer. This girl started elbowing me in my nuts. All right, and I'm pushing her elbow back, and I've got my hands and I've got my hands in my armpit, saying like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. You know, I'm not going for anything. And we are right next to an Indianapolis police department officer driving a Dodge SUV of some sort and apparently he is handicapped and has a lot of Mason stickers on the back of his truck because he's wearing the fucking he's wearing a cop suit cop uniform a lot of Mason stickers on the back and he's smoking a big cigar and driving by himself anyway so I'm pushing myself cop suit that's our that's our new band Forget cop suit Halloween 2010 anyway so I'm 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 dancing oh shit uh sorry right in front of us someone just totally ran a red light and looked over their shoulder at the guy in the cop suit looking at the guy in the cop suit okay um so this girl's like elbowing me in the nuts saying like chill the fuck out and I just flip her off I'm like chill the fuck out yourself this is a show so I stand up front Kids smell the same way they did 14 years ago, maybe a little cleaner. I, I need to get out of there. Brian texts me, like, I'm I'm sitting by a tree. Where do we, you know, how long are you going to be in the pit? And I'm like, I'm never leaving. Um, so I need to get out of there. So I wanted to get up front. No one is 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 crowd surfing, which is fine. There was some I, crowd surfing going on. I saw some crowd surfing. A little bit, but you know, that was my easiest way that's always the easiest way out of a huge show where people are packed in. But everyone was very polite. And I think that speaks to the ease of the pop punkness of Fallout Boy. Yeah, I I agree. I mean there's no I have absolutely no uh the <laughs> In my opinion, Fall Out Boy is is in no way a punk band at all. If the only way that label can be applied, in my opinion, is purely stylistically. If that, I mean, it's. But it's interesting, yeah, like watching the crowd because it's quite obviously not. I mean, it is. It's a safe, fun crowd, 
of people listening to, to, to music and then so why do they need so why do all the bands that they uh, that had open for them all drop the F-bomb because they were trying to be threatening or because they were trying to be normal that's that's that's, that's their product it's that's their product their product is safe rebellion you know? There's, well, is that, that's not rebellion then, is it? No, it's like watching a PG-13 movie. It's like, you know, it's not it's not rebellion. It's that's that's the I was up front and I did not see one girl say, "Hey Pete, check out my tits." Right? That doesn't that's I don't know. That doesn't happen <laughs> this, this kind of stuff. I guess. No, it, it does have. Uh, anyway, just I'm, I'm just. I'm not yeah, being makes... vulgar to be vulgar. I'm being vulgar to, to to prove a point to the fact that this is not rock and roll. Oh. I, I had a good time tonight. I danced a little bit. I I, I appreciate the musicianship of the uh, non-stars and and even the stars that can still take the time to play music in the bands that they're in, but. This is not. I did not go to a rock show tonight. How do you feel about my statement on that, Brian? I would agree. Being like a, you know, growing up in a small town, being involved in a church and going to many church concerts, you know, like to be honest with you, like going to see Fall Out Boy is like going to see a Christian rock show, except you can say fuck. <laughs> like it really is. I you mean, you're at the wrong Christian rock shows, my friend. No, but I mean, it seriously is. It's like there's, you know, like they're a good band and it was a good show. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Like I liked watching them. I still really think that they're a good band, but it's not. It is. It is. They are a safe band. They are. It's. That's why I think there were a lot of young kids. There's a lot of young kids there and a lot of parents there. It's like. They have, they're just their pop band. I mean, hell, like, most of the people... 50 Cent was on this tour. What? Yeah, 50 Cent played date, played dates on this tour with, with Fall Out Boy. Okay. Like, I mean, they're, they're... Which which reminds me to anyone still listening to this podcast that I will be reviewing Eminem's new unreleased album very <laughs> soon. And it's fucking disturbing. Anyway. Well, all in all, I think it was a, it was a fun night. Did miss another show tonight um, that we could have went to, but I, it was it was fun to go to this. I, Fall Out Boy was a, is a band I've always kind of been curious to see, but you know, uh, if you get a chance to see them, check out. They're on going on tour with Blink One Eighty Two this summer, which I think is pretty awesome. I actually wouldn't mind seeing that show just because I never got to see Blink One Eighty Two either. But I have a feeling it would be their drummer very, sucks. <laughs> I have a feeling it would be a very similar kind of show as tonight, like a bunch of you know. I mean, the, the, the fact that this show was put on by, you know, the Radio Now, which is the safe contemporary radio station here in town, it says a lot for the fact, you know, the... the no, it means that they had the money to book the, the show and the guarantee. And, okay, let's not get into that. Okay, what I wanted to talk about was the bass drums all sounded the same. <laughs> they all sounded like someone getting kicked in the nuts. And it was like... Oh, 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 and it was like... There was like you could have just saved yourself the the setup time and just had the same bass drum because it all tong tong tong, and it, it all sounded the same. Uh, what was the? That's the way it always sounds at places like that, though. Anyway, it was a good show. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, nice night to be outside after it stopped raining. That's cool. Yeah, I I gotta go back to these pussies uh, talking about the rain. 
Just, oh. They were really over worried. So and and like two hours, stuff. two hours after it stopped raining, y'all are wet. This song's gonna make you even more wet. Yeah. I'm really happy with Pete Wentz. He never said wetter. He never said this song's gonna make you wetter. He said this song will make you more wet, which is good. And the, the parents blushed because they thought, oh, I know what he's talking about, but it was really fucking safe. And uh, I'm I'm still happy we went, but um, all right, we're done. We're almost. Oh oh oh! One last thing. We're almost out of time. But the thing is, if you go to a show, bring your own alcohol because seven dollar beers are bullshit. What are you talking about? No 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 no. You go to a bar. What bar makes you pay more than five dollars for a beer? Nothing, unless it's a twenty-two ounce giant like micro brew bullshit. Okay, beer by the glass or by the can should not be more than $5. You could make more money by charging $5 a beer than $7 a beer because $7 a beer turns people off and makes them not want to buy beer, whereas $5 a beer, you're going to get dudes up there buying four at a time, 20 shot, bow, right there. And they're going to be there and they're going to come back four minutes later after they drink a beer in a minute and... and it, you only buy two at a time. Really? It's like a rule, yeah. <sighs> okay, tonight was a night of learning, I guess. I think their point, though, is that if they spend, if you spend, if you buy two beers for seven dollars, you spend fourteen. Oh Damn. shit! Damn. I think their point is, you know, they'll sell. Look out! Look out! Look out! Look out. Oh my god! We're in a war area, by the way, right now. All right, we're going to the Grandpa's show, Grandpa Jukebox show at Spin. See you later. This is the song for the ride home. We're out. You know this is, you know this is.